0: Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. And we're recapping Clayton's
1: season of The Bachelor.
0: Hello, universe. And all the fine people of the world. We are back. For another week. I believe the entire entire world breathed a sigh of relief watching this episode.
1: Yes, lots lots of rejoicing all around. Mm -hmm. Did you enjoy this one better?
0: Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No? I still... Look, I still have some healing to do, okay? Well, maybe you'll be healed next week. Uh, I don't know. I... I hate to say it, but I feel like at some level perhaps this season has just permanently been ruined for me.
1: Well, maybe the latter half will change things.
0: I wish I could share your optimism, Christy, but I'm really I'm really struggling with that. I mean, we are here in episode 6 now and just finally Barely exited Sinead's season of The Bachelorette.
1: That's true.
0: That is inexcusable, in my opinion. <laughs> but is there anything going on out there in the in the Bachelor world before we get to dance on Sinead's grave? As it were.
1: I don't think so. Nothing nothing major has happened in the last week.
0: No more Clayton apologies?
1: No. I'm, I'm guessing he's probably saving that for the tell-all.
0: Mm. I I don't know. I guess I was sort of expecting a little bit of a statement like... See guys, I'm not totally an idiot. I did get rid of her eventually.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was an ordeal though.
0: Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about that ordeal, the 2 on 1, the the residual, this nonsensical. Let's just chop up our episodes where nothing makes sense anymore and rose ceremonies are basically at the beginning and everything is garbage. Yes,
1: yeah, so we start in the middle of a 2 on 1. Um, mm. I guess they didn't even bother to show like them getting back off the boat. They're just back on land sitting awkwardly. Yep, on their bench. So he talks to Genevieve first, and she like launches into this whole like, I don't know, just rant is the wrong word, but like a whole spiel about hard to be vulnerable and all that. Just, I don't know, I found that weird considering like just the whole Shanae of it all. (laughs) Like, what did that have to do with anything?
0: Christy, I don't know. I feel like perhaps that wasn't the best tack to take given the circumstances. Since this really was one of them is going to go home. Pretty much for sure. So I guess I didn't really understand that that play from from her. I don't know if she thought that that would be attractive to Clayton, like, oh, look, I I really am here to find love, and I, even though it's difficult, like, I'm really here for the right reasons. I don't know if it was something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, they also make out, so I guess in some ways it was successful, but <sighs> it still was strange. You.
0: I just, I have a very hard time wrapping my mind around that sort of situation. It's like, oh man, everything's terrible, or oh man, I have all this family trauma. Boom. Make out. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe I just, maybe I'm, maybe I just need a a little more time between emotions (laughs)
1: Yeah, sometimes I think it's just a placeholder because they have nothing else to say.
0: Uh, I, you, you could be correct. Now, I want you to talk to me about Shanae here. This was <laughs> absolutely ridiculous.
1: You mean her convo with Clayton? Yeah.
0: It,
1: yeah, this was uh, something else. I just, what like, she she lies so easily.
0: It's very unsettling. Yeah, I really, I'm really going to recommend that nobody date Shanae. She has some major issues.
1: Yeah, we see her saying that it's hard to trust Genevieve. Basically, just throwing her under the bus completely. Saying she's an actress.
0: Well, and, and, and really just saying, uh, accusing her of every single bullet list item of everything that Shanae is and has done this entire time. Yes.
1: Projecting a lot. And then she does this, like, creepy, like, sassy head shake. You can literally see her switch gears in the moment and then turn on the tears crying to Clayton about never having been in love And then I guess I don't know. We are left to wonder whether Clayton will fall for it. But then in her ITM, she is just like narrating herself, (laughs)
0: which
1: is so strange.
0: Insufferable.
1: Saying like, "Come on, Shanae, cry!" Like, who does this? (laughs)
0: Shanae does. Uh, I just, I think at one point she was like, hashtag tears. Like what? What is wrong with you? <laughs>
1: she also said her her plan went off without a hitch. I got teary and emotional. I just I don't understand. Like you're if you're making the choice to just be a full-on villain, how can you then
0: act hurt when it doesn't work out? <laughs> that I I just too like literally everything she was. Accusing Genevieve of—I mean, just everything. Just she did all of that in that conversation with with Clayton, and then the ITM, just the entire thing. Yeah. The, the like, I also. This is one of the things that maybe irritates me most about her is she is just so incredibly cocky and entitled for zero reason. Like, we saw—I I think we saw this as sort of, like, a preview last week, but then saw it this week again, where she's in the ITM. is like, getting this rose will feel better than sex. <laughs> because, of course, she's been a, a manipulative little butthole the entire time— And it's just, like, pretended to actually be invested and pretended to be upset by things and pretended to apologize and pretended this and pretended that. Oh, my word. Like, that's literally, to me at least, it seemed like that was literally her entire point was, like, let me just see how many people I can just puppet, essentially, so that I can get far and sort of... Pump up my own ego. Not a fan.
1: Yeah, I can't say I am either. And mm-hmm. so at this point, like, Clayton is, like, at least maybe pretending to, like, choose between the two of them. But then he, like, goes back and sits down with both of them and asks Genevieve if she's an actress. And if she's lying to him.
0: Oh Lord, what, have mercy.
1: Who who would say yes to that? <laughs> like that is not a question that's gonna actually get you any useful info. I
0: don't I don't know what he was thinking.
1: I know, and then like she even asked him like, "Where is this coming from?" And then Clayton just starts hemming and hawing like, <laughs> uh, I, don't, "I don't know what to say." And then he gets up and walks away and. And then Genevieve rightly says Sinead is the actress, not her.
0: I would have thought he was a massive knucklehead if he hadn't sent her home. I know. Thankfully, finally, he cuts Sinead. <sighs> Thank and the sweet Lord above. Did
1: you notice that death glare she gave him as <laughs> yes. Clayton and Genevieve walked away?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, So... Freaking hilarious. Very satisfying. Oh. Oh. Now that. <laughs> that felt better than sex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then back at the house, you see all the women celebrating. I mean, you know you're a terrible person when the entire house cheers girls tearing up. Yeah, when, it's, a, yeah, when it's sort
0: of like a, a munchkin land, ding dong, the witch is dead sort of massive celebration. <laughs> Yes. Yay! Hallelujah! We're free! We're
1: free! And in classic Sinead form, she uh, curses him out Uh that she is left there.
0: Yeah, how... How... How dare he! How dare he!
1: And then at this point we don't even see anything else really of Clayton and Genevieve. But, but she n- got the rose. But
0: she survived to fight another day. Thank fully. She she probably like almost died. <laughs> Because it did kind of seem like Clayton was going to be a dum-dum again.
1: Yeah, but finally, either he wised up or the producers let him eliminate her. Mm
0: -hmm. They're like, like, fine, whatever. Somebody's going to die if you don't get rid of her. So, (laughs) just get rid of her. I also was just kind of... (laughs) Cracking up, how he like he came into the room with all the girls later, and like he's like, yeah, I could hear all of you singing. <laughs> and they had just been having a massive celebration. I think one shot, they were like cracking open bottles of champagne on like the 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 patio and, <laughs> and like running around, and it was it was a massive celebration. <laughs>
1: And actually, that celebration seemed to continue into the rose ceremony because Clayton's like, yeah, everybody's in a good mood. I heard you guys singing.
0: Yeah. It's, it's amazing what happens when you get rid of dead weight. Mm-hmm. Or even toxic weight. <laughs>
1: hmm So at this cocktail party, we see more of him and Rachel, and I still think she is his top pick.
0: Yeah, just that based, makes sense. Just based on the way they interact and how much making out they do. How do you what do you think about his connection with Teddy? Oh, on the on the one-on-one? No, no, no. I'm just saying in in general. I know obviously that she has the next one-on-one, but just I don't know. I'm I'm just curious what what your opinion is of of that.
1: Um, I think at the beginning of the season, I would have thought their connection was better, but we've barely seen any of her, like at least up until this one-on-one. So it seems like she's fallen a bit behind.
0: Okay. Yeah, I could, I could buy that. It did. It seemed like they did have a pretty strong connection initially, but I and maybe, maybe, maybe we're just not seeing it for most of these people because of all the Shanae nonsense, but um, yeah, I'll be, I'll definitely be interested to see a, an actual, entire full episode without Chanae, and kind of see what happens as far as who who is able to sort of come to the forefront.
1: Yeah, uh, we also see Mara, um, uh, brought him Poutine, but then she got interrupted by Eliza. Oh. You did it not
0: like that?
1: No, and this is like the beginning of what probably will be Mara's downfall.
0: Oh no! <laughs> yeah, because this is, this really is the beginning of it for for sure. Yes, yes. we will we will discuss more of this later. <laughs>
1: Yep, so time for the actual rose ceremony, and so Marlena and Hunter went home. Which, not really a huge surprise for either one of those.
0: I mean, you did you you did say something to that effect of, you know, you just didn't really believe that Clayton liked Marlena very much. And, unfortunately...
1: So, next stop in their international... World tour is Croatia,
0: Sli- slightly more, uh, more grand. <laughs>
1: yes, more international. <laughs> and so Clayton announces the one-on-one with Teddy starts, then, and more of Mara being disappointed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I'll be totally honest with you, Christy. I was slightly. I was slightly anticipating a. Clayton announcement being like we're going international we're going to Cancun (laughs) (laughs) but no they really they went for it they really went for it
1: yeah a location that is like I don't know not just your average international spot
0: nope (laughs) And I guess then after after they get to Croatia is when the teddy one on one happens yes, it didn't seem it didn't seem like they really gave much concrete passing of time there, but
1: nope, and her date was honestly i there wasn't much to it. They just like walked around in the city in the rain. Mhm. <laughs> I mean, like a lot of times when they go to these international places, they always have a date like that, but they showed us a little of it. We didn't get to see much of Croatia
0: there. Mhm. And then we of course had to have the inevitable virginity conversation.
1: Yes, there's one every season. <laughs> and so she like explained I guess a little more of why she is but basically her mom had a baby in high school and her mom didn't want her to make the same mistake and so she felt pressured to wait so she didn't make sure to mention that <laughs> she's not waiting till marriage just right right, right. If you, look, look, yeah yeah Fa-
0: look fantasy suites are still on the table <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry clayton it's okay <laughs>
1: Yeah, and Clayton also seemed a bit, like, unsure of what to say here, but then he also said he never would have known she was a virgin, which is kind of a strange statement.
0: Right. I mean, it's not like it's stamped on people's foreheads or something. (laughs) 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 Or, or like, uh, I'm not sure how uh, driver's licenses are where you come from, but where I'm from, if you're young... And and have either like a learner's permit or you have your license, but you're young. Your driver's license is in portrait. Yes, and I had when, that you, too. when you're older, it goes to landscape. You know, it's not it's not like your uh your like license. It like has a a section for that or something. It's just that was that did kind of stick out to me a little bit. It's like how like how do you do you just walk around and be like, hmm, that person, definitely a virgin. No, that person, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think perhaps this was just part of his, like, mm, I mean, I did, okay, what do you say to this?
1: Yeah, he also wanted to know had she been in love, and she <laughs> says no. And then there's lots more talk about being vo- fully vulnerable.
0: Oh yeah, you gotta be fully vulnerable.
1: Yeah, even like, even after this date with Teddy, I didn't...
0: i just not seeing much yeah you, you didn't think they, you didn't think they had much going on? Not really. Okay, everyone. Christy isn't optimistic for their future!
1: So, so I at guess watch po- out. At, at this point, we also see that... Um, well, the, the group date card arrives and Sarah is left off, which means she gets a one-on-one before Mara.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't go over well. <laughs> yeah, we we do see this f- fairly regularly, this sort of sp- this self-induced spiral downward spiral in particular as something some series of events sets this thing into motion and it's just like Oh my goodness. I like I I have so much to offer. I deserve to be here. I'm not being recognized. I'm not getting time. Oh, oh, and it just whines and whines and whines and whines and whines. And then, like, I don't know how it's gonna end in her case, but like, either there's some sort of like mental breakdown or somebody gets punched or someone leaves like it it just generally does not leave super like uh, it doesn't end super well. No,
1: I think we see some of
0: that later on in this episode, but yeah. Oh, absolutely. Got to get a little meltdown in there. What did you think of this group date? Um, I mean, it was basically the Minnesota Vikings date. Yes, that's true. I mean, you know, you're in Croatia. There's, I mean, there are, there's a lot of medieval history there and a lot of, like, just sort of ancient feudal society that used to be in the area, and, you know, so they're like nights I guess are a fair bit of like fairly would be fairly common in the Middle Ages there <laughs> but, but still I I think uh I I never quite get the dates like this currently from the perspective of like well you're like because do you think they're I mean obviously it's not a bubble technically but are they still like being super super high strung about COVID stuff because i know we've talked about in in like early COVID seasons about like well you really don't want to get injured during this date because they cart you off uh, you know they cart you out of this place to get you to the hospital and you're not getting back on the season so is is that a similar risk still, or are oh, they I, sort I, of I like, oh, we'll just we'll just test constantly and whatever. I don't
1: know what they're doing COVID wise now. They seem to have just carry on as normal. I mean, I I I'm I, not
0: I guess sure. I I I just always wonder wonder that with dates like the these because they they were you know had a little mini night reenactment and then all the ladies put on armor and and did some stuff so i always that all, that's always at the back of my mind like but what if you trip on that staircase and fall over and <laughs> like super like super spread like break your wrist or something like whatever like and you okay well you're carted off will you ever be back I mean, obviously this wasn't quite as high stakes as the actual football game that they did, but I, I, no. I don't know. It's still sort of something that's floating know. around my head.
1: To me, the, the food they had to eat
0: was worse. You would have left the season right then, wouldn't you? Yes.
1: <laughs> they had a feast of pig's liver, cow's stomach, pig brain, and fish eyes. All of it looked terrible, and there was one in particular, the fisheye thing, where they were just, like, crunching through it. Well, they were supposed to, like,
0: squeeze the fisheye out, I think, Ugh. and, like, eat the fisheye. Look, um, all of it, yes, absolutely, 100%, looked <laughs> really disgusting. Um, if I had to, I I would have done all of it. I mean, maybe would have thrown up, but I'll, I would have done all of it except for the pig brain. There i'm not I'm not somebody who is a, a a picky eater or really has a lot of things that I won't do from a culinary perspective, but that is absolutely number one on my list is I will never eat anything's <laughs> brain because I like to live and you never know what's floating around out there in terms of prions and all sorts of scary neurological diseases. So, yeah. How's that for a nightmare scenario?
1: (laughs) Terrifying. I noticed
0: Clayton also didn't eat anything. I think that was probably in his contract. He was like, if you do any super disgusting food dates, I am just watching. (laughs) Because I know if I was ever a lead there, that is absolutely what I would do.
1: So next they all had to like tell Clayton their deepest feelings so I think the only point for showing this was that Mara delivered like this poem that rhymed nicely but she got passed over for the extra time for Serene which is just continuing to fuel her annoyance with Clayton.
0: Oh yeah, particularly since, you know, Serene actually like gets carried away slash made out with into the into the night. That really she was Mar was not happy about that. No. At at all. Uh it was also, uh, did you like Mara's poem?
1: Yeah, it, was, it seemed pretty good. I just don't know how like somebody wrote that for her
0: right I mean they maybe I mean people can also write things I guess I mean, it didn't seem like they
1: had a lot of time to like to like go write it but maybe they cut it out
0: maybe she's just incredible I mean don't want to rule anything out there Christy I still don't, I, I, I just feel like I'm not really looking forward to where this season appears to be going in terms of all the promos we keep seeing.
1: Um, what promo have we seen that's different?
0: No, no it, no, just all of the, like, the, re- the repeated, just that whole train wreck of, like, him, <laughs> loving and sleeping with multiple people (laughs) that's That's the only thing we have to look forward to though Uh, I don't know if I'm looking forward to that though it just makes me feel bad it's gonna be a mess (laughs) yeah I don't know I feel like and I guess I mean mine was unless you really want to I feel like Rachel didn't really say much of anything of substance here, af- you know, after the fact as they're in the evening portion. I was just going to talk about how, like, Mara is just really irritated. like Yeah, she actually confronts him. Oh, absolutely. She's like, I've done
1: everything... You ask, I don't like getting the last rose, like, my goodness. (laughs) And I haven't gotten a one-on-one, the rose is given out. Don't reflect that I'm like, I'm like actually somebody you want.
0: Which is just hilarious to assume that. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of entitlement here. Yeah, there are a lot of people that he probably does not really care much about. You know, and and realistically, I, I mean, isn't she like she's probably the oldest contestant on this season, right? Mm-hmm. And so I don't I don't know if that maybe plays into some amount of insecurity, like man, I'm just yeah, like I'm the oldest person, and everybody else is like so much younger, and I I don't know if I don't know if she like felt some sort of disadvantage because of that. I know there was a lot of there were a lot of barbs traded back and forth between her uh and Sarah, basically with her being like, "Wow, uh, Sarah is such, such a little baby," and Sarah being like, "Oh, wow, Mara is super old." Uh which that sort of rivalry, I guess, continues because Mara then Specifically tells Clayton that that she doesn't think Sarah's ready, yes, yeah, she
1: does name her, which was a mistake,
0: yeah, you gotta keep that stuff vague for plausible deniability,
1: <laughs> and so like af in spite of all of that, I just thought it was hilarious that Clayton gave the
0: rose to Rachel.
1: <laughs> it's just
0: he's like, I hear what you're saying but I don't really care or appreciate it. Yes, and she
1: is seething on the inside.
0: <laughs> I, I I think I, I disagree with you there, Christy. I think she was also seething on the outside.
1: Well, yes, both. <laughs> and then we have, like, this weird little interlude where he gets a knock on his door and there's a note saying, meet him at the clock tower. And it turns out to be Susie. Like, this was very random to me, but...
0: Susie the pilot, right? No,
1: the pilot is
0: Rachel. Ah! One day. One day I will learn who (laughs) these people are. But he seems thrilled about this little hangout. Oh, yeah. And... You know, you you love a little late-night clock tower fun. Yeah, I mean, the end
1: result of this is that she gets to tell him she's falling in love with him.
0: Which, of course, was the plan all along. With, uh, uh, of course, with some, you know, Oh man, it's just so hard for me to see you out there, you know, interacting with and connecting with all these other women. oh. It's just so hard for me because I'm falling in love with you. Cue kissing. Because that's what happens. Ugh. Unbelievable.
1: So, the last big chunk of the episode was Sarah's one on one, which for some reason we either didn't see it or they never had like the day portion they just jumped straight to the night.
0: I guess it just wasn't interesting enough.
1: And so Clayton decides to bring up how Sarah might not be ready based on what Mara told him and she's like shocked and is saying I do see this going somewhere I felt I could get engaged after their first date and so this just sets off
0: a ton of crying from her. Yeah. An actual tsunami. Yes. The
1: whole rest of the episode basically was her crying. So of course he has to get up and leave. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's that seems like uh, honestly, and perhaps you you would disagree with this, but Clayton being like, Oh, I need to take a minute and walking away is basically his thank you for sharing me, that with me like it's his sort of signature like whenever things get tough he's like Ooh, I need to think about this and like retreats for a second yep. it's, his sign- it's his signature move that and the licking lips yeah he's still doing that <laughs> he promised us he promised us Cresty. that he was done with that I guess not ugh Unbelievable.
1: So eventually, they both go back to the dinner table, and um, she like continues to defend herself. And so, Clayton eventually says he doesn't question her sincerity, and so I guess he has chosen to believe her instead of Mara, I guess. And
0: she gets the rose.
1: They make out.
0: What a what a, what. A what a roller coaster of emotion! what a just triumphant storyline, yes, Sarah is
1: um, I don't know, just kind of throwing all these daggers at Mara now,
0: <laughs>
1: like you tried, and you couldn't take me out <laughs>
0: uh it's just so. So funny to me how they get like people get fixated on other people and they're like oh my goodness oh I can't stand them mm. yeah it's just a real it's a real rivalry would you do you think that this is this I would say this is probably the main rivalry right now isn't it I don't think anybody else yeah. really has beef
1: it's the only one.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe Mara is going home tomorrow. And by tomorrow, I mean whenever the next episode is.
1: So yeah, that was it for the episode. Oh,
0: wow. Amazing. A short one today. A balm for our aching tattered hearts here. Hopefully we get a chance to recover and actually learn something about these people.
1: Yeah, Shanae took a lot out of us.
0: Mm-hmm. I may never recover. I may have to, like, retreat to a cabin deep in the woods of Maine for a couple years to heal my soul. Ah. <sighs> Do you have any other... Random thoughts about this episode, this season as a whole, Christy. Um,
1: I don't know. I'm looking
0: forward to the ending with all the mess
1: now that Janae is gone.
0: Uh, I that's, don't know. That's about
1: it. That. Otherwise, there is nothing to look forward to with Clayton.
0: Ooh. That is. I mean, you came at the you came at them hard, Christy. You really did. I guess we'll see what the season has to to offer us. We did have twenty one kisses this this episode.
1: Oh, he was busy.
0: Oh yeah, got a he, he gets around. He, he's a he's a busy man. So I don't know. I just uh, overall, I think this season's count is gonna be pretty low and I would say this is very irritating to me as a statistician and a records purist but I would say there's probably a fair amount even more th- than usual perhaps even a giant amount of kisses that we will never know about because Chene took up all of the time well,
1: that is true. But if
0: I if I had to guess that 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 is the case, that is what happened here. But we will we will never know. Krusty, how can people contact us?
1: You can email us at groupdatespod at gmail dot com or follow us on Instagram at groupdatespodcast.
0: Hmm. I hope everyone is breathing this collective sigh of relief with us. All around the world, there was great rejoicing. Because Shane she Nay. nay. <laughs> well, I will never not cringe if I think about that episode. Shane Shane Nay, whatever name she goes by now, she is gone forever. Until, obviously, the women tell all. I try not to think about that. This has been Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy.
1: And I'm Christy. We'll talk to you next week.